0: And welcome to the Body Storytelling Podcast. I'm sexual folklorist, Dixie De and this week we have a story from travel junkie, Kimberly Ann. How's your week going? I'm keeping the Dixie Ramble short this week because there is a snoring St. Bernard under my desk, like tangled in between my feet. Ever since he got attacked by pit bulls, he cannot be more than two inches away from me, which makes podcasting difficult and it means I have to find him a babysitter on show nights. But you know, teaching a workshop, I do that at home on Zoom. I just tell my students, you might hear a St. Bernard snoring during the class. I just wanna tell you that my friends have stepped up and they're throwing me a birthday party for this big number birthday that's coming up in May. And I'm really excited about it. I've asked some of you what the theme of the party should be or what we should do that's special. I'm still kind of turning it over and mulling it, but they've had secret meetings on Signal, and a bunch of people have gotten together and are planning something special that they won't let me know about. So I'll let you know more as I find out, but right now I just was told, save your birthday, there's a huge party happening, it's gonna go all night. My friends are pretty fucking spectacular, aren't they? And my dog's pretty special too. We all have our nightly routines. Maybe you watch your favorite show, put on a face mask, or scroll through Instagram. But if your me-time routine has gotten stale, Dipsy Stories can help re-spark your imagination. Dipsy is an audio app full of short, sexy stories designed to turn you on. They feature believable characters and stories that transport you to a better place. And Dipsy releases new stories every week, so there's always more to explore. Dipsy helps you bring stories to life anytime, anywhere, no matter who or what turns you on. Best of all, Dipsy offers you unlimited access to their library of hundreds of short, sexy stories. I know you love stories because you listen to this podcast. Dipsy knows it too. So right now, Dipsy is offering a 30-day free trial when you go to dipsystories.com D-I-X-I-E. That's 30 days of free access when you go to D-I-P-S-E-A stories.com slash Dixie. Explore your fantasies in a safe, shame-free way. Head over to DipsyStories.com right now and tell them I sent you by using the promo code Dixie. You know that body of yours? You only have the one, right? So you need to take great care of it. Put really good things inside it. And when it comes to the lubrication you use, I recommend UberLube. UberLube is a luxurious, high grade silicone lubricant made from clean, body safe ingredients. UberLube makes sex better for everyone by reducing friction, not sensation. A lot of people say, I never knew lube could be this good. They report loving it on their body and not feeling like they need to wash it off afterwards. Thousands of doctors recommend it for its simple ingredient list. And that simple ingredient list makes it widely used by people with sensitivities to other lubricants. It's great for all kinds of play, vaginal, oral, anal, you name it. And because UberLube loves body storytelling as much as I love their incredible product, they're offering body storytelling listeners a special offer, 10% off and free shipping. When you use my code, D-I-X-I-E at uberlube.com Sex is important to your happiness and if you want to make it even better make sure your lube is made with the highest quality body safe ingredients. Remember 10% off and free shipping just use the code Dixie at uberlube.com I want to tell you the most incredible thing. It just (laughs) blows my mind So I just put up tickets yesterday for my next How to Be Fascinating, Dixie's Secret System for Brilliant Storytelling. I'm teaching this workshop again starting Tuesday, July 12th. And you know what? Of the people who've taken this workshop before, one is taking it for the second time, and another one is taking it for the third time. Like that's how much they love it and they think they can get a lot from it by taking it over and over again and working on new stories. I'm dumbfounded by that, but there's still room in it for you. Remember, it starts in July. You have plenty of time to get out, have a Memorial Day, enjoy some summer, and it's on a Tuesday night. So your weekends are free for summer. There's a link to register in the show notes. And my next body storytelling is going to be on Saturday, May 21st. That's my birthday show. And the theme is cravings. I'm working right now receiving story pitches. So we'll all find out together who's going to be on stage. That's not true. It's curated. But I'd love to have you there. I've already got people flying in from other cities because they're so excited that body is back and live shows are happening again. There's tickets for that as well in the show notes. So hopefully I'll either see you in the workshop, which is a six-week series, or I'll see you at a live show in person or both. Wouldn't that be the best? It's time for me to tell you about this week's storyteller. Kimberly Ann, though new to storytelling on stage, has been telling stories to her friends in a desperate attempt to make them laugh her whole life. Kimberly is native to the Bay Area and has called San Francisco her home for the past 12 years. She loves basic bit shit like yoga, hiking, and wine. And Kimberly's favorite thing is traveling. She's visited over 20 countries, experiencing new cultures, cuisine, and collecting stories of her adventures along the way. This storyteller is Kimberly Ann.
2: I think that's good. Okay. All right. So as I'm looking down at Sam, and he's lying on his back, he's got his legs over my shoulders, he's moaning in pleasure. I'm thinking to myself, like, wow, this is a really new experience for me. But that's why I went to Australia in the first place. I wanted to get new experiences. I'd never been before. I'd been wanting to go since I was a child. You know, snorkel the Great Barrier Reef and see kangaroos and koalas in the wild. So I just decided to go. Didn't have anyone to go with, just went by myself. Didn't know anyone there. But I was able to find pretty affordable flights direct from San Francisco to Sydney. So after a 14 hour flight, I arrive in Sydney on a Tuesday morning. And I basically just spend the day kind of walking around really just trying to like muscle through it because I'm exhausted and I just want to get to sleep at night, so I kind of beat jet lag that first day. So early that evening, I find myself walking through a park and I smell the familiar smell of marijuana smoke. Now, I'm a huge stoner, so naturally I go to investigate where that smell comes from. (laughs) (laughs) Naturally. So I find a group of four bike messengers and I see the one who's smoking the joint and I walk by and I smile at him. He's, he's kind of cute, like, like his face kind of looks like Screech from Saved by the Bell, <laughs> but, like, but like he's older, he's not still in high school, and his hair is a little bit longer, and like he's got tattoos and looks much more like counterculture, but like that's, you know, that's who he reminded me of, like Screech. And so I walk by and I smile and he's just like, hi, I'm Sam, how's it going? And I'm like, hey, Sam, I'm Kim, it's going great, it smells really good over here. He's like, yeah, I'm smoking pot, do you want to smoke some? I'm like, yeah, I do. So I end up hanging out with these guys for a couple hours and I'm chilling with Sam, smoking pot, drinking beer, just shooting the shit with these guys. They're all super nice, super fun. And while I'm talking to Sam, he mentions to me that before he was a bike messenger, he used to do graphic design. And one of the companies that he used to work for was a kinky dating site, similar to FetLife, but something different. But he tells me it wasn't weird for him because he's in that world. And when he says that, in the back of my mind, I'm like, all right, Sam wants me to know he's kinky. Like, interesting. Okay. So he's super nice, super fun. So I get his phone number, and we end up hanging out again the next day. And we find ourselves in the same park, smoking pot. And Sam kisses me. And it turns out he's a really good kisser. Like, it's a super hot makeout session. So, mm-hmm, yeah. So I tell him, I tell him, I'm like, listen, like, full disclosure, I just started my period. I feel fucking crampy and bloated, and I am like the opposite of sexy right now. So I just wanna set expectations. I do not want to have sex tonight, but if you want to come back to my hotel room with me, like, we can cuddle, we can continue making out, we can hang out there, it might be a little more comfortable. And he says to me, like, I'm so sorry you don't feel well, that fucking sucks, but yeah, I'd love to come and, like, make out and cuddle with you, that sounds great. Like, no pressure, can do whatever you want. So we're back in my hotel room, we're on the bed, he's completely naked, I'm just wearing my underwear, we've been making out for a little while and kind of chit-chatting, and I say to him, so, you know, yesterday, you mentioned that you're into kink. Like, can I ask what your kinks are? And he just says very matter-of-factly, like, yeah, sure, like, I like wearing women's thongs. I've done a live cam show before. I'm bisexual, and I'm really into pegging. And when he says this, in my head, I'm like, pegging, pegging, pegging. Like, I know I know this word, (laughs) but I'm drawing a blank. And he sees that look on my face and he goes, that's when a girl fucks me in the ass with a strap on. And I'm like, oh, pegging, oh, wow, pegging. Never have I ever, like, I would have no idea what I'm doing. And he says, that's okay. No one knows their first time, I'd be happy to show you. And And I have a strap on. And I'm like, you have it with you? And he's like, no, I came from work. Like, I didn't bring it to work. (laughs) But I have one that you would be able to use. Like, if you're interested in this, I think it's super hot when the girl's into it. Like, let me know. And I'm like, all right, well, you've, you know, you've really given me something to think about. (laughs) Okay. So, like I said, Sam's completely naked. And we've been on this bed for, like, an hour. And he's had a hard-on the entire time. Like, I can tell he's naked. And I'm a really good sport, and I've had a good time talking to him, and I feel really comfortable around him. So I decide, like, you know, I'll give him a blowjob. So I like push him onto his back and I like climb on top to him, on top of him and I like slither down his body and I start giving him head and he tells me it feels amazing and after about 10 minutes like seems like he's probably about to come pretty soon. So I'm like, Sam, do you want to come on my tits and he's like, yeah, you want to lie on your back? I'm like, yeah. So I lie down on my back and he like straddles my waist and he's jacking off onto my chest and then he says... Do you want to play with your tits? And I was like, Yeah, sure. So I'm like grabbing my boobs and like pushing them together, giving myself all this cleavage, massaging my boobs. And at the sight of this, he comes pretty quickly. So next day, I wake up and like, I can't stop thinking about pegging the sky. Like. This is not something I've ever fantasized about before. This is not something I've ever considered doing, but like this also is something no one's ever asked me to do before. So this might be a once in a lifetime opportunity, and like I'm all about getting new experiences. That's why I went to Australia in the first place. This is like the optimal scenario where like this guy literally lives on the other side of the world So if things go badly, it's not like I'm gonna run into him at a bar or a party And I mean I'm doing this in Australia. It's not like anyone in San Francisco ever has to know this can (laughs) This can definitely be my little secret So I send him a message, and I'm like, hey, about that thing we talked about, like, I want to do it. And he's like, awesome, when? And so I tell him, like, look, I'm leaving Sydney. I'm going to go explore other parts of Australia. But I'm coming back to Sydney in about two weeks for the last night of my trip. Like, let's do it then. And he's like, great, I'm marking my calendar. So fast forward to two weeks from then. We're at a hotel room, and, you know, we pretty quickly start making out. And I ask about the strap-on, and he's like, do you want to see it? I'm like, yeah, I want to see it. And he pulls it out of the bag, and it's like eight inches long, and my knee-jerk reaction is like, oh, my God, it's so big. And it's black. And And he's very quick to tell me that black is actually the best color for dildos because dildos of lighter colors get discolored over time. And, like, I didn't know that. Like, I'm learning things already. So... (laughs) On right, and I figure out the harness pretty quickly and I get it on, but like I have really small hips and it's a little bit loose on me. So Sam recommends that I put my underwear on over it, which I do and that kind of holds it in place better. And so I'm like looking down and seeing this big black cock on my body and like I've never had a cock before. So this is like, it's so new and it's weird, but like it also looks really powerful and I'm excited to see what I can do with this thing. Mhm. Yeah. So, <laughs> so Sam drops down to his knees and he sucks my cock. <laughs> and I have never seen a blowjob from this angle before. It's fucking hot. Holy shit. And he looks up at me and we make eye contact. And I swear to God, my jaw like hit the ground. Like I probably drooled on his head. I don't even know. I was like, holy fuck, like who knew? (laughs) So Sam tells me that he needs a couple minutes to prepare and he grabs a bag and he goes into the bathroom. I'm just lying on the bed, like not really thinking about it. But I hear noises and I hear like the sink running. And then I hear what sounds like a lot of water like rushing into the toilet. And I hear this repeat a couple of times, and it takes me a minute, and then I'm like, oh, he's giving himself an enema. Wow, like, these are not sexy sounds to me, but I do think it's really considerate that he's cleaning out his asshole before I put my dick in it. he comes out of the bathroom, and then he reaches into like his bag, and he grabs a condom. And I say, oh, that's interesting. Do you always use a condom with your own strap-on? And he's like, well, no, but I forgot lube. And I'm like, what? Like, wait, we've been planning this for two weeks. How the fuck did you forget lube? And like, where do you even keep your lube if not next to your strap-on? Like, seriously, what the fuck? Lucky for Sam, I don't travel without lube. So I go to my toiletry bag, and I grab my little three-ounce TSA-compliant travel-on carry-on-size lube and save the day, basically. I'm like, I got you. So then we're on the bed, and he tells me that I need to warm him up first. Can I put my finger in his ass? And I'm like, yeah, I can do that. Like, so I lube up my finger, and I go to put it in his ass. And it's then that I realize I've only done this exactly one time before. And it was about 10 years prior, and I was very high on ecstasy. So, like, I don't know how to finger an ass. (laughs) So I'm, like, this bumbling idiot, and he's having to, like, but he's very patient, and he's telling me, and he's, like, guiding me, and he's, like, you know, angle it more up. And I'm, like, okay. And so, like, I figure it out, and then I'm fingering his ass for a bit, and he's, like, jacking off, and, and it seems like it's going well. So I pull my finger out for a second, and he very quickly says, like, look, if you're not into this, like, we don't have to continue. Please don't feel pressured. Like, it's totally fine if you don't want to do this. And I'm like, no, it's not that. I just wanted to do this. And I put two fingers in his ass. And so I'm fingering his ass for a few more minutes. And, you know, it seems like he likes it. He's moaning. And he tells me, like, okay, like, I'm ready whenever you're ready. And I'm like, okay, I'm, I'm ready. So he's like, he's like on his back and his legs are spread and like kind of angled upward and I'm like approaching him like, you know, like a missionary position. And so I grab my lube and I put like a generous pour on my cock. And he tells me like, okay, just fuck me the way you want to get fucked, but like probably not as hard. And, (laughs) and, And don't try to put that whole thing in my ass. It's really long. I was like, okay, okay. So I, you know, I've looped up my cock, and I'm like holding the base of it because again, the harness is a little bit loose, and and I and I get it in. It goes in pretty easily, and I'm like, I'm worried, right? Like, I've never been a top before, so I'm like, is this gonna be weird? Like, am I gonna be capable? Like, I don't know. It's like I'm like holding a push up. Like, I don't know how to do this. But like, who knew my years of yoga practice were gonna come into play? Like, <laughs> Holding this pose while, like, twerking is just no problem for me. Like, I'm a fucking natural. He's loving it. Like, he's, you know, his back is ours. She's moaning. Eyes rolled in the back of his head. He's jacking off. Like, he's totally into it. And it's going great. So we're doing this for, you know, maybe about ten minutes or so. And he stops and he says to me, like, look, I really like this. You're doing a great job, but I don't think it's going to make me come. Do you want to do something else? And, like, I mean, I can accept that, but, like, it's my first time, and I want to make him come with my dick in his ass. So I figure I'm maybe giving this, like, 80%. I'm going to kick it up to 100. Like, I fuck him a little bit harder, a little bit more oomph, a little bit more swing in my hips, and he just, like, recognizes my enthusiasm. His head shoots back, his eyes are closed, he's moaning really loud. And then when he, like, opens his eyes and he looks up and sees me playing with my tits, He just fucking comes, like, just fat load all over his stomach. And I'm just like, yes, I fucking did it. Like, success. (laughs) (laughs) So the next day, as I'm on my flight home, you know, reflecting on my whole trip to Australia and all the new experiences that I got, I'm thinking about that one. And it certainly wasn't something I had anticipated, I hadn't planned on it, but you know, they do call it Down Under. And, and you know, but it, was, but it was good, it was a good experience and I was glad that I did it, glad I tried something new. And if there's anything I learned from this, it's that if opportunity knocks, even when it's knocking on someone else's back door, you answer. Thank you.
1: Whenever life gets you down Keeps you wearing a frown And the gravy train has left you behind And when you're all out of hope Down at the end of your rope And nobody's there to throw you a line if you ever get so low that you don't know which way to go come on and take a walk in my shoes never worry about a thing got the world on a string cause i've got the cure for all of my blues blues. i take a look at my enormous penis my troubles start a-melting away I take a look at my enormous penis saying the happy times are coming to stay I gotta sing and I dance When I glance in my pants And the feeling's like a sunshiny day I take a look at my enormous penis And everything is going my way I'm with to live jump so you to Everybody, I take a look at my enormous penis. Seeing my troubles <laughs> start to melt away. I take a look at my enormous. <laughs> To stay. Yeah, I got great big amounts da, 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 in the da, da, place where it counts, da, 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 and the feeling's da, da, like a sunshiny day. I take a look da, at my enormous da, da, penis. Santa. everything is going my way. My trouser monster. Everything is going my way. My meat is wow. Everything is going my way. Size doesn't matter. Everything.
0: I'm so sorry, Kimberly Ann. I couldn't help myself. That song was Enormous Penis by Da Vinci's Notebook. I'm going to do this a little different this week. I'm going to say thank you for supporting me on Patreon. It's really how I know that I should continue doing this work. Live show attendance. You never know how that's going to turn out. The live stream fighting technology. (laughs) workshops or new teaching group workshops and all of it is kind of up in the air and there was a while there at the end of the pandemic or maybe in the middle of it that I was like maybe I should figure out something else to do with my life but the fact that there were people who contributed to patreon and supported me through a really difficult time and the emails that I got that told me how important body is to their lives how important the podcast is, the live stream, how they dreamed of seeing live shows again. That made me realize I couldn't stop. So I'm going to ask you to go to patreon.com and support us at whatever level you can. Support is down and live shows aren't back up again. So every little bit helps. Go to Patreon.com body and thanks in advance for your support. Well, that's our time together for this week. Before I go, could I ask you to subscribe, rate, and especially review this podcast? It means I get to see what you think, and I always like to know that. And it also tells other people that you love this podcast and exactly why. And I want to say thank you to the people who make this podcast possible. Thank you to Donald Mooney, David Grossoff, Joe Moore, Ruben Tan, Mosa Maxwell-Smith, and podcast producer Roman Denhautiker. I'm sexual folklorist Dixie Delatour. This has been episode 223 of the Body Storytelling Podcast. Thanks for listening.
1: A big, a big love.